Welcome to Zach and Steve Have a Podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Steve. And we're coming to you live from a new and improved office. Well, yeah, it's our it's our podcast studio officially. Wow. Now. It's very warm. <laughs> yes, it's warm. We but the nice tip- thing is, as soon as fall hits, everything will be better. It'll be cool. It'll be cooler in here. And we'll have uncontrolled heat. I like it. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll sweat it out still, but I'm so not, it'll be the same warmth. I it would, just will feel better about it because it's colder outside. I would much rather be cold anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, well, in the winter time, it's always nice to be warm. Yeah. That's the one thing about winter. You can put on your long, your your sweatshirts. You get in front of the fire yes. and warm up your bones a little bit. Warm up your bones. It's always something to look forward to. You get a blanket. Us old men have to warm up our bones. So Zachy. Stevie, we've been away from each other for a, a while. Like, we recorded those two episodes a couple weeks ago. You look the same. Ago. I hope I didn't change too much. <laughs> still bald. Still like yeah. I haven't. There has not been too much to change. I I worked on this today. Oh, I got okay. the I got the I got the got the po- new studio today. The podcast studio got it ready today. And we have a new member of our team here. Yeah, we have our brand new member, Scumpy, <laughs> the Swamp Donkey. Uh, yes, we to, have our well, turtle. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll what post. was our turtle's name? Pepe. Pepe the turtle, and then Skunky? What? Scumpy. Scumpy. Scumpy you the have, swamp donkey. You have a donkey, like, figure. He's a swamp donkey. Somehow, what is this green stuff you have on there? It's, is it something it's you moss got from it? the swamp. It's not moss from the swamp. This is moss from Hobby Lobby. That's... <laughs> it is moss from Hobby Lobby. <laughs> do they just sell random do you want to moss? Hear yeah, yeah, they do. Right next to Scumpy. The donkey. Wait, did you buy the donkey at Hobby Lobby yes. as well? So yeah. You, you, okay. You so literally, literally, right next to the donkey was the moss. <laughs> <laughs> like they're meant to be together. I guess this so, must be a thing. And so I got super glue there too. And I'm in, okay. So I had a little bit. Of, I thought so. This this donkey. Let, let's describe what this donkey looks like. It's, be gentle with he's, Scumpy. He's maybe. Oh, we'll include a picture. Two inches high by four inches, <laughs> well, covered with green <laughs> hair. Like moss. <laughs> you can see his eyes. He's got little eyes sticking out there in the well, face. Well, we'll do is Well, we'll do. <laughs> be gentle with Scumpy. He's falling apart here. Scumpy, too. yeah. Well, you know. He's losing uh, his moss. Okay, so I, I I, had to run some errands today. And I one thing I had to wait on. So as I'm waiting in a parking lot, I get out super glue, that donkey in moss, and I'm sitting in my car super gluing moss to a donkey. I can, I'm you like, better have been sitting in a parking lot of something important you had to go into. Yeah, well, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was an interview, obviously. No, uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm super gluing moss to a donkey while I'm sitting out there for a very important meeting. I was, I, I thought to myself, if anybody sees this, I, they're gonna call the police. It's like this guy is obviously mentally ill. Like something's wrong here. He really likes his models. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just left yeah. Hobby Lobby with a donkey. Bolted to this parking lot. Got out the. Yeah, it wasn't even in the Ho- Hobby Lobby parking lot. Yeah, I just found I a new this. one. I found a different one. I went to. I was in Walmart's parking lot, so ah. I'd fit in with everybody there. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. And uh, I create. I I made Scumpy. Scumpy the Swamp Donkey. Scumpy the Swamp Donkey. Pepe the Turtle. I mean, we just... Pepe? If we have Kenny Pickett sitting here, we'd have all of our yeah. all of the members of got, our team. I got... Oh, Baby Yoda. Eating, yeah, little uh, Grogu eating his blue cookies. Blue cookies. There you go. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so Zach, how was your vacation? It was great. We loved it. We was went it to, relaxing? Was it relaxing? There were parts of it that were relaxing. No vacation <laughs> is as relaxing as you think it's going to be. The travel <laughs> down kids. there. Well, yeah, it, 10 hours there, 10 hours back. We split up on the way down and went the whole way on the way back. It wasn't the plan, but we got going like, let's just let's just go. Yep. So we got home. 
Uh, but yes, the beach was very nice. The best part of the vacation was we rented a golf cart while we were down there. Oh, don't, uh, man, Sarah's going to be super jealous. Sarah. It was so much fun. This golf cart was the best part. Like, Addie and Laura would sit in the back. So the way yeah. it, it was like a regular golf cart, a four-seater. Yep. And where the golf bags usually are, they had a seat. So the people sitting uh, in the reverse back. reverse seat. Yes, were looking backwards <laughs> at the cars that were coming really fast. <laughs> you know. Wait, you were on the road with oh, the yeah, golf like this, cart? This is the way was it, it gas-powered or electric? It was electric. So I, I was boogie, always, woogie, woogie. always in the back of my mind, I had this fear that we were going to like run out of battery power wherever we were. That's went. terrifying. <laughs> that you'd be on the same road. Like you couldn't be going more than 10 miles an hour. Well, maybe 15 it, miles it, an hour. It, it was dumb. It had this little like digital meter on it. And it showed you how fast you were going, but it was in kilometers per hour. Uh, well, of so, course it would be. Everybody in North Carolina uses the metric so really, system. It got up to like 30, the highest I got was like 39 kilometers per hour. So I have no idea exactly how fast that was. I, 39? Kilometers per hour. Can I, you do the math, Stephen? I have no idea what that would be I, in, I, in, in normal traveling speed. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. But anyway, so we're going down the road. Yes, the, this was an island. So there was, um, there, there was a main road, which was busy. Yes. And then there was a bunch of like uh, houses off the road, but maybe like five blocks of houses from where we were to the main road and then two blocks to the beach. Yes. So we got this golf cart which was drive all around and and it was kind of comical, you know, but everybody had they were, they were everywhere. Like that was the thing to do. There was, was to golf, have a golf cart. Yeah, golf cart rental places everywhere. So you would see more golf carts on the road than cars. But That's cool though. It was super fun. So we could be going down the road and then a car would be coming up. So and somebody's facing the back way. Yeah, so Addie and Laura had this song they would sing as I'm trying to speed up. It was that under the big top, the circus song, like every time I'd like put the gas pedal down on this car, they'd be going because we're like going real slow and the cars are like zipping past us. Just that electric hum. Yeah. Did you guys do anything like big on your vacation? Went to the beach mostly. Okay. We went to the aquarium. Okay. Um, the, the new. Oh, uh, you sent me pictures of the, the cro- North Carolina. Is that the same thing? The crocodiles. Yes, we had to actually had to take the ferry, which was fun. Drive your oh. drive your car onto the ferry boat, head across the water to Fort Fisher, okay. which was the town where the new, uh, North Carolina Aquarium was. And yes, we got some. There, they had otters there, which otters like my nice. favorite animal. Yes, we yeah. have stories about otters. Shh, don't say that in front of Pepe and Scumpy. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're gonna get so sad. You don't want them to. That's a feral donkey. <laughs> Did. He is not domesticated. He's not domesticated. <laughs> he, yeah, he has not been cleaned in years. No, he's quite dirty. Yes. Anyway, go ahead. So you yeah. you got to take the ferry over to there and I, got to see otters. Yes. Yeah, so this was a, the, did you do did you do a presentation of the otter? I should have. I thought you about were qualified. Doing it. I actually found that transparency up in did our you attic. Really? The transparency <laughs> of the the otters that haunts my nightmares. Um, and I think I might burn it. Big wet nose. Yes. It's and puffy it's, tail. It's horrifying. Yes. Um, we saw otters. They had a couple crocodiles, which nice. was which was nice. Not uh, gators. They were crocodiles. No, they were actually gators. Okay, they were gators. Crikey, they weren't crocodiles. Crikey. They were actually Is John James there? <laughs> no, I did, did not see John James there. John James. Crikey, crocodile. Crikey. They had stingrays. It made me think of our other friend, Steve Irwin. That's messed up, man. Well. You can't I, say that. I apologize for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's that, that 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 hurts on a deep level. <laughs> Sorry about R.I.P. Croc, crocodile Dundee, yeah. not the same guy. No, it's uh, not at all. Different guy. That's a knife. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so we got to pet the stingrays and do that kind of stuff. So that was fun. It wasn't the highlight of the trip by any stretch of the imagination. I'm what not, was the highlight then? The highlight, uh, just just being with the family down at the beach. That oh was fun. my! 
Yeah. Really? Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's nice. That's what yeah. we're looking forward to. And, and driving what the golf guy. cart and hearing the... Sarah wants more than anything a golf cart. Really? Yes. To drive around New Wilmington? She, she's always wanted a golf cart. That'd be so much yes. fun. So, I mean, you I have think... to get one of those like really nice ones. Yeah. With like the big chrome wheels. Yeah. And... Oh, yeah. You have to big, get a yeah. six seat. That's nice. The chrome wheels really oh, yeah. set it apart. Get, you can get like the colored seats. Like the normal golf carts have the tan, which we had. Listen. Of course, our golf cart, it, the normal looked like they took it off the fairway, right? Yeah. And it it said, probably was. And it said rental, big red letters on the side and on the what? top. And then the, everyone else had these really fancy, like blue and green, Ooh, you know, racing fancy. stripes, big tires. Uh, of, on of course, why wouldn't so you? So it was more like a dune buggy than what, a golf cart. But when Sarah, Sarah and I went on vacation one time to uh, Putin Bay, have you ever been to Putin Bay? I have not. It's a neat little island. It's um, out by Sandusky, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you, you go up to Sandusky, then you take a ferry. I heard that. I was talking to somebody at work today, and they were trying to remember what the name of that island was where you could go and ride Put the golf carts. Put in Bay. Put in Bay. I was like, Put is in that Bay Kelly the, Island? There's, there's Kelly's Island. It's right next to – it's okay. not too far down from Put in Bay, but it was the same thing. We had an electric golf cart, but it broke down ah. on us in an intersection. Oh, that's, aw- that's the, horrifying. It, the, the, we stayed at a nice little bed and breakfast, but I would not recommend a bed, bread, and be- bread and breakfast. <laughs> bed and breakfast. <laughs> Is that where they serve like yeah, croissants bread, in your bread bed? breakfast? Yes. You wake up with a croissant. Good morning. Would you like a croissant? <laughs> yeah, that's every morning. There was a guy standing over my bed with a croissant. Yes, you in hand. To you. you want a croissant? Nah, anyway, no. The, the worst part of it was you go down for breakfast and people would want to talk to you, and they would say, "This is what bread, bed and breakfast are all about." <laughs> So yeah, the bed and breakfast connoisseur. The that bed was and breakfast. There. Yeah, this older, not old, old couple. Probably in the, you know older than us. Yeah, and they were probably. And Sarah was very pregnant with uh, Tessa. This is when we were at Putin Bay, so we're talking almost ten years ago at this point. Um, but yeah, this this couple sits down next to us, and I'm like, oh, here we go. The, the, engaging conversation. The bed and breakfast engaging the, conversation. Bed and breakfast. Yeah, and they they're like, this is what you do at a bed and breakfast, and I'm like, uh, well, okay, great. And so we did talk <laughs> to them, and I said to her next time, I'm like, let's just take food up to our room yeah. for breakfast tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, it, it was fine. It was fine. So yeah, that's good. You had a good had a good vacation. Vacay. Yeah, how about you? What'd you do? Oh man, I did so much. Exactly. I need to hear this. I, I heard about a couple things, but I, I want to hear from the horse's straight mouth. from the horse's mouth. Yeah, from the donkey's mouth. The, straight from Scumpy's mouth. Um, so I uh, last week got to cross something off the bucket list that I've wanted to do for a long, long time, for the longest time. Sing the song. <laughs> for the longest time, if you said goodbye to me. Yeah, I got to go see Billy Joel ah. in concert. Down in Pittsburgh at I the you were say Park. you got to go to a Riverhounds game. I, I did get to do that, too. Uh, was that on your bucket list? No. <laughs> no, but you know what? It ended up being that – was, that was a fine time. And I'll, we'll get to that in a second. But I got to go see – so I, I was – it was very gracious offering. A friend of ours here at the church um, gave me a ticket to go with him to see Billy Joel. Nice. Uh, it was the kindest gesture I, I think I've ever received from, you know, somebody outside, our, you know, family, just like, you know. Yeah, because we were on vacation. I hadn't heard from Steve all week. And then all of a sudden I get this text. What night would have that have been? Wednesday night? Thursday night. Thursday, Thursday night. night. There's was... a text of Billy Joel. Okay, so. His face. Yeah. So we get there. And when somebody buys you a ticket, you know, I'm expecting 
Nosebleeds. Nosebleeds. And that's fine. I, w- oh, yeah. I just wanted to go to the concert and enjoy Because yeah. the guy only has hits. That's all he has. Yeah, Billy Joel. He's got 30 years of hits. Sure. Yeah. Billy, yeah, Billy Joel. Now the guy I went with, he, he, 30 he years wax, of hits. He whacks people. Yeah, he just, he just goes around <laughs> smacking people. No, Billy Joel, is just, he has so many amazing songs. I mean, his whole catalog of songs are, I mean, you probably know more than you even think you know. Uh, and that's, I mean, and I mean, going all the way back to even high school, I loved Billy Joel. And yeah. I mean, he was just like, he was cool. He was, he was Mr. on your bucket list. And it was, you've been wanting to go there for a long time. It was on my bucket list. And I told, I told this gentleman, so I was like, yeah, if you like, you know, maybe we should go. And, but I, when we, when I found out how much the tickets were, I was like, yeah, I can't do it. So he calls me and he's like, Hey, I bought you a ticket. Let's go. He's like, no you way. just, you just pay for parking. I'll, I'll pay for the ticket. That's awesome. So we get there and I'm expecting the nosebleeds. Like, you know, because there's the grandstand at PNC Park. And then. Oh, the, it was at PNC. It was at that's, PNC. That's awesome. That's, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. It was like, it was a dream. So we get there and he, he's like, yeah, our seats are on the, on, on the field. I'm like, we got field seats? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, section B. A, B. Yeah. That's the second a, one. B, C, and D are in the middle. B is right off to the side. We were 30 rows back, which is not that far. No. I would say we were 100 feet away, if that, from the stage. I mean, I could literally see Billy Joel there on his rotating platform, and it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. It was a a night I will never forget, uh, and the music was absolutely incredible. That was the first concert I've ever gone to. stood the whole time. And never checked my 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 watch. Nice the, the whole time. Like it was nice. just it was song after song after song after song. I'm like like all hits, and it was amazing. And he would tell stories, and it was so it was it was incredible. And so that was that day. Then the next day, after Billy Joel, the next day I took my kids down to the Carnegie Science Center. Ah. I so I spent my I I spent a whole weekend in Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh from New Wilmington to Pittsburgh. So we go down to the Carnegie Science Center with my my little brother who's taller than me, but he's my little brother. <laughs> we met up with Uncle Matt, uh, and we went to Carnegie Science Center. So I come outside. Did I tell you this already? No. Uh, th- it was, okay, so I come outside from the Carnegie Science Center. It's like 2.30 in the afternoon, and um, we're walking to the car, and all of a sudden, I mean, there's tons of cars. Like, there's cars everywhere. I'm looking around, and then I see a rickshaw. You know they have those bicyclist rickshaw guys? <laughs> like like the people from china that but not that i mean like, but that's the what same. i think of with a rickshaw yeah but yeah so it's the carts on the back of the bikes that carry yeah. people they use those around pnc and heinz acrosure stadium <laughs> heinz field acupuncture stadium acupuncture, uh, acupuncture stadium so they uh i see this this rickshaw go by me and it's blasting kickstart the heart what by motley Crue. okay oh yeah i, I hate hair metal <laughs> <laughs> hate hair metal. Sorry, Pastor Greg. I hate hair metal. Uh, and it's like this lady, and she's got a Motley Crue shirt on. And you know, like in a zombie movie, when you see, like, you all, they always starts off with, like, the one lone zombie, and you're, like, trying to figure out what is happening here. Okay. And then I saw, I turn, and I see the swarm. And it's all these people with, you know, big hair and their Motley Crue shirts on because there is a, the next concert. So they go from Billy Joel, just classic style sophisticated but you know just good music to motley crew and def leopard on friday night 
It was, it was all day. Were they all in rickshaws? No, yeah, everybody was in a rickshaw. Just running no, around yeah. The- everybody, everybody's like the rickshaw in a rickshaw. Rally. Yeah, no, no, no. But they were using them to go from from the parking lot over to uh, PNC Park. Okay. And so, yeah, it was just car or just all these people with like all their you know hair metal shirts on, and okay. because it was an all day thing, not my thing at all. So, yeah, we got out of there as soon as possible. Right. Parking, where I parked, went from $5 to $25. <laughs> I went in, it was $5. I come out, it says $25. I'm like, yeah, it's time to leave. We got to get out of here. <laughs> and so that was that was our Friday. And then Saturday, back down to Pittsburgh with my daughter, my oldest daughter, Tessa, and her best friend, um, one of her best friends, uh, and her best friend's dad. To yeah. go to this Riverhounds game. If you're not familiar with the Riverhounds, it's I think it's a semi-pro soccer team. <laughs> I am not a soccer fan. <laughs> this was this was me being a good dad. Yeah, <laughs> that was purely what it was. The cool thing was I got to know uh, my daughter's friend's dad, and he was a really cool guy. Yeah. There you go. Um, just a really super cool guy. Uh, he's a car collector. Okay. So we got to talk, talk about cars. I said, how many and cars? you're a donkey collector. I'm, I'm a, I was like, I'm a toy. <laughs> well, I said I collect Star Wars stuff. I told him that. And he's like, I love Star Wars. And, like, I mean, he's like, he knows his stuff. Okay. He's not one of those passive fans. Like me. I, I don't know yeah. his stuff. Like, you, you like it fine. Yeah. He was a nerd. Okay. Like me. Which there was awesome. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, we talked about. Star, everything Star Wars uh, for a while, but you know, we ended up having a really good time. It's nice to get to know somebody, but as you know, <laughs> I'm at this Riverhounds game and across the river from the, uh, the Highmark soccer stadium yeah. is the game that I really want to be watching, which was Kenny Pickett's <laughs> first game. Yeah, and he was amazing. And he was, was he was electric. He was a electric. game-winning touchdown with like three seconds left. Yeah, we'll talk about we'll cover in the pocket with Pickett later. Yeah. The after the after, uh, after podcast podcast in the pocket with Pickett. Uh, everything that we thought he was though, <laughs> and more. He's a legend. He's right. already a Pittsburgh legend. But so, but getting back to what we what we do here. I mean, we're already twenty minutes into the podcast. We talk about uh, what God's been doing in and around us in our yeah. lives. So, you know, you're on vacation. I am. You, <laughs> not anymore. You're not I feel on like vacation. I am. Mentally, anymore. I have. Mentally, not come you're back still yet. not back. But you go on vacation. Yeah. What did you have any fresh revelation? Revelation. Like, you know, like, did you ever like just sit back and it's like God lays something on your heart? You know, usually that is the case when I get on vacation, and I just have some time to myself. I usually start writing. Mm-hmm. Not this time. Really? <laughs> this time, I don't know. I, I think I was at the end of my rope, and so <laughs> any free time I had was was. Sorry, was, I shouldn't laugh at you saying I'm at, the, I'm at the end of my rope, Steve. Yeah. I really need some help. It's all good. And I laugh at it. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate. I'm sorry. That. I'm sorry. Uh, my pain is uh, a mockery to you. It's all right. It I is. appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, uh, at least we recognize. Yeah. It. Of yeah. course. Yes. No, I, I really didn't get that. I was hoping to, but. No, I didn't. I was just more relaxing. That's and, okay. I mean, God needs uh, us to rest too. Yeah. So I, I have then been trying to get back into it though. Yeah. That last time we talked, that, that's what you were talking about yeah. was you, what what you were trying to accomplish in getting back into some form of rhythm. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a pretty good rhythm as far as my, reading my Bible and, and doing that stuff, but it, um, just kind of not at the point where I'm creative 
I, I go through times where I have like inspiration and, and creative um, bubbles and, and, and just times of creativity, I suppose okay. is the best way to describe it. And, and I just go on like these rampages of, of writing and, and it's more like it, it's not like a constant thing. It's like, I, I would say it's a spirit led thing. Mm-hmm. Um, times of just, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm in the zone right now in writing. I'm not in one of those times this time. It's just, then sometimes it's work in order writing to creatively things. or writing what God is putting on your heart. What, like, I what, guess what I'm more talking about, like we have to come up with messages every Sunday yes. and, and I try, I hope to be creative in that aspect to keep people's attention and also just to um, express what God has put on my heart in a way that connects with people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's very easy for me and sometimes it's, you know, hard. I'm sure that's the same thing with everybody. You just get into these zones where stuff comes naturally and then there's times where you just feel like you're, you know, digging with a shovel, you know, yeah. <laughs> and the hole's not, you know, it's not, nothing's happening. Nothing's it's not like, like that ground whenever you were trying to yeah. hit that post in at my mom's house and you're whacking away at it. Did we ever was talk happening. about that? Yeah, we did. It was, did in, one our, it was in one of our podcasts. Yeah, yeah, okay. it, was, it was the recap of our mission trip. We talked about that. Um, but so actually it was this morning I was in uh, reading my Bible, which I've been um, much better at Good for you, man. Um, at getting it, reading it every day. Um, I go through seasons with that, too, where I'm reading it every day, and then there's times where I'm like, well, I haven't picked up a Bible in a week, two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's most people. A lot like of people. It. Yeah. So I've been very We're not good. bad Christians. No, it's just kind of <laughs> stuff like that happens. So I've been reading it every day and um, digging into it. And so this Sunday I am speaking, we're, we're still in our movie series, Yeah. on The Princess Bride. And I didn't know. Why do you grow? This I, hate, is a, I hate this movie. People, this is an, an adored movie. Yeah. Stephen. Not, adored, love not adored by me, friend. You do. Okay. No. You're, here, this is what Steven does with no. movies. Uh, what? Explain, what do I do with movies, Zach? You, your opinion is as fickle <laughs> as I don't even know what. The weather. Fickle as the weather. This is a new saying. Yes. I can't. I don't. Uh, I don't think, uh, I think the, the wind, words I want to say. My wind are, blows multiple directions. Yeah. I think the words I want to say are. You can't say it. I can't it. say it right now. You can't say it. That's good. That's uh, good. I'm yeah. glad I'm glad your heart is in the right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so if you've watched The Princess Bride, yeah. wonderful movie. No, it's not. And Steven says, Yes. I hate this movie. I didn't say I hated it. He's like, I, I hate The Princess Bride. And then he watches it and says, I don't know why I said I hate this movie. It's a, such a fun movie. I love this movie. And then I ask him again. He's like, I hate this movie. Like, Steven, yeah. what, what is it? What is it? Okay, so this is it. Uh, when I watch something fresh... I typically can, as a consumer of cinema, (laughs) I want to make this sound as pretentious as possible. Well, as a consumer of film, we already know that your your film opinion is the is 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 the unadulterated truth. It's the objective truth of all cinema. Uh, So no, okay. So I, I look at movies as a form of escapism, right? And so I'm watching that movie. And I really enjoy it because it does allow me to kind of break away. It's and, funny. And, oh, okay. There's so many amazing. Here's lines the truth. In the Here's the truth. This is what I don't like, and and this is my problem. All right, I'm a contrarian. Yeah. So if everybody says yeah. left, Stevie Boy has to say no. Right. We have to go right. And if people say the Princess Bride is great, I'm going to say no, it's not. And this <laughs> is why. <laughs> but at the same time. I mean, I think we have to look at it honestly. It's not an amazing movie. It's, it's a fun movie. Yeah, it's it, not a great movie, but and that's it, what it annoys it's me. It's made to be like a... Straight up entertaining. Yeah. 
Right. And there's and, some slapstick in it, but it's meant to be like a caricature of a know. fantasy. Yeah. It's a, it's a fantasy. It's a high fantasy movie. It's fun. That's all it is. And I, I, I mean, I think there's better fantasy movies out there. Than but but it's made to be a comedy. It's, it's made to make them. Anyway. Yeah. You know what I like better? What? You're, you're going to say that's a terrible movie. I can already feel it. Don't Let, say the never ending story. I wasn't even thinking about Never Ending Story, but it, that is a better <laughs> no, one. It's not. Yeah, Never Ending Story is better. No, it is not. It's terrible. It's horrendous. It's all movie. dubbed and everything. Yeah. No, the one that I like better is Legend. I don't know if I've ever seen that. You never seen Legend with Tom Cruise? You like you like that's a Tom Cruise movie. It is a Tom Cruise movie. And it's one of the few that I do like, there's a couple Tom Cruise movies that I like. Okay. And this was early in his career, but Legend. I'm not recommending it. Uh, The depiction of darkness in there is very devilish, I guess. But he's like the main villain, and uh, he's got these big, big horns on his head. But it's a it's a high fantasy movie, and they're trying to. But you're gonna hate. You're gonna. You will hate it. All right, I'm not watching it. I promise you, you'll hate it. But the Princess Bride is light and fun, and that's just it's a fun, funny movie. It's fine. Yeah. But anyway, so people do love this movie. So yes, I'm sure most of you have seen it. If not, I would recommend it. It's it's not a. It's it's definitely a movie you can watch with family. But you agreed with me when we talked about Sandlot that it's not a good movie. No, it's not. It's not a good movie. Not really. I, I don't know. I, I thought it was a good movie until I watched it again, and, and I was like, what, why did I ever think this was a good movie? Yeah, it's not really. No. We, my kids wanted to watch it, so we sat down and watched it, and I'm like, Yeah, there's some rough stuff in there. Don't say that. Inappropriate. Yeah, it's an inappropriate movie. For kids, especially. But as far as The Princess Bride goes, the main theme is... What I'm is not, it, Stephen? Well, it's true love. True love is the main true theme. True love's yes. kiss. That's what but, you should have done. You just enchanted. Enchanted? Enchanted. The Disney movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that movie. That's not that great. It, it's a terrible it's movie. Okay. It's not terrible. It's not good. It's better than Princess Bride. It's not. Once again, it's better than Princess Bride. <laughs> anyway. Um, but I don't, I don't feel like getting into that on Sunday. True love. And, and I don't feel like talking See, about relationships it, it, that, in a movie but that, series. But that's not... I, I don't think... True love. I mean, what what would you talk about even with true love? I mean, you know, I think the only the purest form of love that there is is the love that God has for yes His children. And that's, that's what we it. talk about. But, but we're not going to do that. But th- that's like saying a, per- a person's destined for another person, right. essentially, which I don't agree with. Exactly. And that's not that's not biblical. Exactly. So that's why I didn't think that would be a good. That would be horrible. But and I would mock you. Probably the best character in the Princess Bride. Is Miracle Max? Oh gosh, he's hilarious. Billy, Billy Crystal, hilariously funny character, Miracle Max. And so it's, I thought it's kind of an offensive <laughs> caricature. Maybe in uh, modern day, maybe it's possible. But, but it's you're funny. saying he's the best character. He, he's he's the miracle man. Yeah, like okay, they go the for him man. if you need a miracle. So it got me thinking. I think a good topic for Sunday to talk about would be miracles, the miraculous, the miraculous. Yes, and that is something that um, Jesus is known for. Um, was the miracles that he performed um, Mm -hmm. to show that he was God here on earth and to allow his disciples and the people that he was ministering to to see the power of God working through him. Um, So I thought, but it's also a big topic with lots of tentacles that could come out of it and get get to some weird places. Oh, yeah. I mean, the heart of it has to be what the miracles were for, not the miracles in and of themselves, right? For sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I figured, I thought, let's talk about miracles a little bit. Today? Do so, you want to talk about them right now? Uh, 
I got time. All right, let's do it. That's what we're going to talk about today. So my first question for you, Steve. Oh, I knew this was... Yeah, this is the question. You're going to ask me. Go ahead. I want to ask you, in your time in ministry, in your time growing up in the church, and we've talked about your background in the church. Yes. Do you have any stories? Do you have any experiences where miracles were important, taken the wrong way, um, seen as a a result of, of how you should live life properly and this you'll gain these things like i feel like those are kind of i feel like this is a this is an this is a leading question well this is just way. a question that i, I but how you asked mind. it i mean is there something specific that you're trying to draw not at all i was hoping with my big old question to maybe you know rattle something around in that brain so you could talk about it <laughs> there's been too many things rattling around in my brain this past week oh uh, so let, let's let's start over again here right. with that question all right you're asking, so you're saying in teaching, not something that I've seen and would consider a, to be the miraculous. It doesn't matter. Something, I feel like those who are not, I, I, I don't want, how can I say this in a way that will sound good? Oh, uh, this is good. Yeah, this is a good good way to, to phrase yeah. something here. Are you saying because I was, if, if, if you I, I was not, raised Pentecostal, how did I see miracles being presented? Yes. I knew that was the question. <laughs> you jerk. All right. Um, I, I, I don't want to speak out of turn here and give too broad of an answer uh, just to satisfy the question. You know what, I, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I, I, I don't want to just – obviously being brought up in the charismatic church – uh, in, in a charismatic church, well, well, the idea, obviously everything's for, viewed from, as a miracle. Yes, from someone uh, who's mean, not does not come that way. That is like a cri- criticism from from afar. Like that church, you know, you, you well, lay your hand on someone in a service and they're they're yeah, miraculous. Like you're talking about a healing service, something that kind like of that. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I and I think we talked about this before, didn't we? Uh, not really. A, maybe a few weeks ago, maybe not. Maybe uh, not. We're talking about prosperity gospel kind of yeah, stuff, and but I. And how that's presented. Okay, well, I mean, yes. So I, I, I recently went to a conference. Okay. And I, I mean no disrespect to anybody. Obviously, we're going to have differences of opinion when it comes to doctrine and theology. Yeah. As that's why there's different denominations. So we dis- disagree on things. So we went to a conference at a church that is, I would say, on the pretty high end. Not high end. That sounds terrible. They're on the pretty far end of the spectrum when we're talking about the Pentecostal charismatic okay. movement. Uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know if charismatic and Pentecostal could be used interchangeably. So if I'm using those words incorrectly, I apologize. Uh, but what, what concerned me, and it was stuff that I grew up with, was the idea that if you believe enough, miracles will happen. Are we sure we didn't talk about this already? I thought we did talk about this. We talked about a little bit of, uh, about that, but not not as not in the aspect of miracles. Okay, well, okay. So during this talk, and uh, listen, maybe this did absolutely happen the way that they said it happened, but it bothered me in the way that it was presented because, much like what I was brought up in, it was like if you want it enough, it will it will happen, and that's not how God works. That's not that's not how things happen in God's economy, right? You know, it's not because, hey, God's like watching us and he's like, they pray, they keep you pray. If you pray a little bit harder, 
I'll yeah. get, I'll give it to you. That's not how God operates. It's right. it's all according to His will, and it's all about what blesses His name. Right. And obviously, any kind of miracle can bless His name, but you know He has a purpose for all things and why all things work out. You know, it's always for His good and His will, and it, sometimes it benefits us. Sure. Sometimes it doesn't benefit us. But during this this gentleman's talk. Uh, who I, I, it's a dude that I, I appreciate. He's a younger guy, and and you know this is probably what he was brought up in. Yeah. He was talking about miracles happening in and through their church, healings that were happening in and through their church, uh, and he gave a few examples of of things that happened to people. And I'll, I'll use one specific one that really stood out to me that bothered me the most was this. And, it, and it, it's consistent with what I was raised around because it was one of those things where it's like you want it enough and you believe it's God's will, then God will make it happen. And yeah. so the situation in this, in, in this instance was he said he had a kid in his youth group. They got picked on a lot. And my heart breaks right there. Okay, yeah. I, I was picked on a lot as a young kid and I hate to see somebody get picked on. Um, and he said this kid needed glasses, and it was bothering him really bad because he said, I get made fun of for everything, and he's like, now I need glasses, I'm going to get made fun of for that. And he said, I believe that God doesn't want me to have glasses. I believe it is God's will for my life to not have glasses. Now, what I will say is, it could very well be that it's not God's will for you to have glasses, and he will, you know, he, he will do a miracle through you. Yeah. But you cannot present it as fact that if you believe it enough yeah. and without talking about the will of God, like completely throwing out the window, that it's just going to happen. And yeah. so he said they prayed hard and that kid's eyes, just like that, he could see 2020. And I sit back and I, I hope it's true. Yeah. I hope it's true. And what, what good would it do for them to lie? Right? right. I, I mean... Stuff like that would get found out. But here's the thing. If that does happen, that's incredible. Yeah. Number one, I don't think we should be boasting about it. Yeah. I mean, number that's like my number one thing. Why boast about something like that? I mean, yeah, I mean, boast the name of God. But how it was presented sounded like, look what we can do as people, not look what God is doing. Yeah. And it's always through – and that bothered me. The other thing, and this is the real issue, is – is that we can assert our own will so that we can be given what we want. And if we have enough faith and we want it enough, God will give it to us. Because yeah. I think we talked about this before. I had a very dear friend. We had a very dear friend. And we're looking yeah. at his picture right mm-hmm. over here. Well, yeah, we did talk about this yeah. aspect before. Yeah, yeah. and you know, in, in, in that situation... <clears throat> He's going through cancer treatment, and he's being told by by people, "If you believe enough, yeah, this will be given to you." And it wasn't. Well, what does that do to a person when the miracles don't happen, and right. God doesn't show up that way? But the truth is, the miracles were happening all around him. Right. It wasn't in his healing, but it was in his testimony. Right. It was the miracle of his testimony that was transforming people's lives through the Holy Spirit. Right. Like the Holy Spirit was using those opportunities. Like, okay, you know, Jason, if, if you speak, if you tell people about what I'm doing in your life, it's going to plant this seed and then I can get in there and change this person's life for real. Right. That's the miracle. 
And really, when you look at all the miracles of Jesus, that's what they were. Right. They were pointing back to the Father. They were pointing back to they the Father. They were proving that the kingdom of the heaven had come to earth, yep. right? Through, yes. Through Jesus. Yes. And there was a new way to do things um, different than, than the religious people had thought at the time. Like, yes. you know, they, he came and, and did these uh, these healings mostly with poor people yes. that were not the religious elite. Yeah. In, in, in a way... Because they believed him, right? Yep. In, in a way of not not lifting up the religion of the day, but lifting up God the Father. That if you have faith in God the Father, He can work in your life. Yes, and that's and that's what it's all about, and yeah. th- and that's how miracles need to be presented. Um, so when you when we look at things like that, and then you start looking at the individual miracles, they all represented. Look how amazing the Father is, yeah. and then it all points forward to what the Holy Spirit's going to be doing once Jesus ascends. Right. Right. This is how the Holy Spirit's going to work within you. And it's he, the Holy Spirit could do far more than I can because I am man. I yeah. am in this vessel. I can only be one place at a time. Jesus. Right. Not the Father. But, exactly. But Jesus himself could only be one place. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, this could be happening in through everyone. Right. But it's all about the life change, not the physical change. Sure, Jesus would do a miracle. He would come up to someone and say, your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. And, and the Pharisees would be like, well, you can't do that. Like, can't you're forget, not yeah. God. Like, yeah. like, blasphemy. And he was like, all right, so just so you know that I'm from God, not only are your sins forgiven, but that this hand that shriveled it is also healed. It's also healed. And, and but, which is, but it also points towards sin being forgiven, like the ultimate, the original exactly. sin, because death and, and destruction and hurt comes into the world through sin nature of man from the very beginning of time right and so yeah when he says your sins are forgiven and you're healed it's that, that's an eternal thing literally wiping away what yes. was done thousands of years before right and, and living this life here on earth in this place that is not eternity with god right mm-hmm. to be healed of a physical ailment or you know, you talked about the boy with, with the glasses, you know, and we talked about our friend and I hope that happened. And cancer and, and, and not being healed, and then the boy that was healed. Yeah. But when Jesus comes and says, your sins are forgiven and you are eternally healed, that's, that's, that's the ticket. The, you that's get to spend the main eternity point. with God and have this relationship with God forever. Because we live in a broken world, and we are vessels that are moving through with the goal of gathering as many people as we can alongside of us and bringing us back, bringing them with us to yep. God the Father, right? Yep. Through the Holy Spirit working through us and, and, and working on the hearts of these people. Um, so, you know, the miracle is that God came to earth and rescued us out of this yeah. muck that we are in and yep. we get to have a relationship with him. And everybody gets to have that. Yeah. You know, and, some yeah, we- t- and, and that is the miracle. Right, that it's relationship. the relationship. It's yes. the relationship with Jesus. That and, is the and, true and, miracle, and the the reconciliation with us, God with, and man, God the Father. Yes, that, that, that's that's the miracle. That is the miracle that it is uh, given to everyone. And that's the thing we overlook is we we look at we we missed we missed the forest for the tree. Right, yeah. we focus on that one little thing happening, but like God's like look at, and I think that's honestly you look at the miracles and what's the very first miracle that Jesus does. Turns water into wine. Well, it turns water into wine, which is uh, the weirdest thing. Yeah. Right? right. It's, uh, he's, uh, the, like, it's like, Mom, you want me to do a party trick as my first miracle? <laughs> that's know. that's what we're doing right now? Yeah. It's, 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 like... it's weird, but what does it represent? It represents, number one, obviously the change that is going right. to come. Like, I mean, talking about changing elemental. I mean, we're talking about foundational change that's going to happen. That's what it's representing, but it's also abundance. Yeah. 
it never ran out. Right. And it just and it kept was the coming. Best and it was the best. And, and the best away. is yet to come. The yeah. best is yet to come. And that's what it's representing, the abundance and the best and the excellence that is Jesus. So, yeah, that's more of a – you look at that, uh, you take it at face value, and it's like, that's a weird one, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're starting with? Yeah. Like, why, why not start with Lazarus? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Bring somebody back from the dead. Let, let's let's yeah, start with that one. one. But, right. no, he starts with water into wine, which I'm, and I'm sure people – there's some people out there that are like, let's skip over that one. Um, but, I mean, but what it represented was – the abundance of God's goodness yeah. and that only that he saved the best for yet to come. Right. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible when you start looking at all the miracles of Jesus and what they represent and what really is at the heart of it all and what we're missing out on. Right. He, he would go into a town and he, people would come to him and, and I love how it always said people would come to him and he would heal them. Yep. So I'm sure he's tired. You know, I'm sure he's, if you ever watch the Chosen series, you'll, you'll see, yeah. you see these, you know, thro- thro- throbs, throngs. What's that word? <laughs> Large groups of people. Bread and breakfast. <laughs> yes. Large groups of people coming to Jesus and he heals them, right? He takes yeah. the time and, and you see him like in this little like cubicle they made of yeah. him sitting there and, and people coming in like his, his apostles are just, you know, tired and worn out and Jesus still cranky. Going, yeah. Yeah. Healing all these people. And. And what's he tell them to do? Don't tell anyone what's happening here <laughs> because they're going to get the wrong idea that I came just to heal people of their physical ailments. Yes. This is just a sign of the power that, that, yes. that, that you know, God the Father has put upon me to do his work. This is a sign. Mm-hmm. And it'll get your attention because you can physically see somebody being healed of, you know, the shriveled hand or the being blind from birth. Or Leprosy. That is. Leprosy. Yes. You can see that with your eyes. You can see something's going on here. But that's not the reason why I came. I came to heal your whole body. Yes. I, I came to, to um, you know, we talked about this, to reconcile yourself to God the Father. Yeah. And so that, and, and you talked from your story to begin this year about how, you know, certain churches will pridefully talk about healings that which, happen. Which and, bothers, that, that's the that's, part that bothers That's me. the part that bothers me. And if, and if, and if, not saying that God cannot heal in a miraculous way because he can, and he mm-hmm. does. And there are stories out there that you can see God's hand-working miracles through people's life and in amazing ways, physical mm-hmm. healings, whatever that could be, those things happen. Um, but, you know, Jesus didn't boast on those things. He boasted about God the Father coming and, and, and healing us. Yeah. And when, when we stick our hat upon, you know, this truth that, Hey, look! Look at God doing all these healings through yeah. my church, my ministry, my hand. Um, you're taking the, the you know the focus away from mm-hmm. God working in people's lives to you mm-hmm. and to things that even Jesus wasn't saying. This isn't the point of why I came, mm-hmm. but this is to show that I, I am who I say I am. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's there's more to come. Um, yeah, it just keeps getting better. So yeah, it's 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 fa- a fascinating thing, and uh, but and, and in no way I wanted to just reiterate this point, just in case you're getting the impression that Zach and I are trying to discount the fact that God still performs. He definitely does the miraculous, like in the physical sense. Absolutely, he does, yeah. and we see it happen. We've I've we've we've not I've, not that I've personally seen somebody have you know something physical like a growth or something and all of a sudden it disappears right in front of my eyes i've heard stories of that and and in no way i'm never going to say like god could do whatever he wants right 
in any kind of situation for any kind of reason. Like sure. I, I'm, I'm not going to play. And, and a miraculous like, healing could be more than a physical thing. It could be a relational thing. There could yeah. be, it could ever, you know, a strained relationship with a parent or a loved one. And you think there's no way that that could ever be healed. Yeah. And, and God can work and heal anything. Yeah. And it's, and it's, you know, taking those, he asks us to take the things in our life that we are struggling with to him. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, by the, you know, the prayers and petitions, we take these things to God. Don't be anxious about mm-hmm. all these things going on in your life. Take these things to God. Yeah. And, and he will, you know, hear them, walk with you through all these difficulties you have. And if it's his will, he will heal you. Mm-hmm. Whether it be, you know, you know, relationally, physically, emotionally, he has yep. the power to do that. Um, but like you said, some people then think when that does not happen to me, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with my faith? What's wrong with my relationship with God? And you get to these thoughts come in like, well, you know, you don't love God enough. Or yeah. You don't have enough faith. Or your relationship or, uh, There's some with... sort of sin that's in my life that yes. I, I'm not repentant of, which is not the case. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, we should be repentant of our sins, but... It's that's God. God does not hold things over our head yeah. like that. He's not dangling a carrot. Yeah. And I, I, and I, sadly, I think that's how God is presented sometimes. It's like, you want it? You want it? a little bit further, a little bit further. That doesn't work really in a, in a, in a, <laughs> uh, audio, audio medium. Uh, but, but like in that, the whole concept of dangling that carrot in hopes that, yeah, he'll keep coming closer and closer, but yeah. then he'll back up a little bit more. Uh, that's not how God works. No. He, he doesn't want that. He he wants the relationship now, and, um, and and things can be taught in all in all situations. So when you're looking at healing, okay, if God does heal somebody, it's an amazing testimony of God's faithfulness, and that might transform somebody's life and allow them to give their and, and put it in their heart that that's the God yes, that I want to exactly. serve, right. and that's what it comes down to. But but on the flip side, it could be the same thing, though. If God doesn't heal a person, but you see their faithfulness to the very end, like we saw with our very dear friend, um, like we saw his faithfulness and his steadfastness that God's, God's got me to the very end. What did that do for people? The same thing. Yeah. It's like, that's the God I want to serve. If yes. my friend can go through this misery and suffering and still praise the name of God, that's a God I want to serve. Right. So the, the miracle is still happening. Exactly. So, miracle. Uh, like we got. We we have to stop training our brain to think of miracles as these huge events, or, or something on demand. Because in the or on in, demand in the movie, um, they go to Miracle Which, Max. To, oh, okay. To, I was like, what? What? The, the Princess Bride. I we forgot we were talking yeah. about the Princess Bride. But they go to Miracle Max because Wesley, you know, <laughs> has been. He is. He is, was, was Dread in the Pirate of, Roberts. Yes, he was in the pit of despair, and he was. He's mostly dead. Right. He's laying there. And, and what? He's mostly dead. Yeah, he's most. He's not dead. He's mostly dead. So they give him Miracle Max makes this miracle pill. Yes. With chocolate coated, so it goes down easier, right? But the thing yeah. is, here we we have this miracle pill that you're going to take, and you're going to miraculously be healed. Yeah. And so, and sometimes that's what we think a miracle should be with with God. Mm-hmm. He is going to immediately do this, give us some sort of remedy that is going to you know mm-hmm. quickly and easily. And if he doesn't do that, I mean, he can. He's God. He could definitely do and, that. And he does do that. And when he doesn't, oh, well, you know, but, but, all yeah, these but, things we've been talking about come creeping in again. But, yeah, it, I mean, what always bothers me, and we're saving this to the 50-minute mark, but the thing <laughs> that concerns me, not, not that it bothers me, but it concerns me is, like, things turn out the way that you want them to, and then, God, and then people present it as, man, look how good God is. And it's like, okay, but if it doesn't go that way, 
God is still good. Yeah. It's just not going the way that we expected it to, but he's still good. He's still right. got it all figured out. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's what we have to keep in mind with miracles. Right. Like, the miracle is, is that he's at work always and he's here for us. Yeah. That's the miracle that we've yeah. been reconciled to him through his son, Jesus Christ, right. by his sacrifice and resurrection. Right. Um, so that, that's the big thing. But yeah, it, it, so let's, we're like, what, once again, I want to reiterate the point. God can do whatever he wants. And if you've yeah. been praying about something and then it happens, that's a miracle. Yeah. If, but if you keep praying about it, it still doesn't happen. It's still a miracle. Yeah. Keep Why? taking it to God. Keep taking it to God. The miracle lies in the relationship. Right. Is that we have a relationship with God. And, and, and there that's are going to be certain anything. things in this life where you will not be healed of. And, yep. um, we, we've had conversations about this, and, and um, I've talked with my wife about this, and she struggles with certain things, um, and she takes them to God daily. And she's come at one point and said, you know, if I never get healed from this, um, it will have taught me to seek God daily in this struggle that I'm going through. The, and, thorn, the thorn in Paul's side. Yeah, the thorn in Paul's side. What, what, what that, the thing that Paul struggled with was the thing that kept him coming back to God and mm-hmm. seeking healing and yep. seeking in a, in a humble way to have a deeper relationship because I can't fix this problem that I have in this, you know, on earth yep. that's not perfect heaven down here yeah. amongst the people, right? Yep. Yep. In the brokenness. I can't fix this. This whatever it is that's going on, um, but it keeps me coming back to God. Yep. And and if that is what where the miracle lies, that it grows your relationship because it's something that you are struggling with forever. Yeah. Then then that is where the miracle. It's a lies. miracle. Yeah. It's the, a miracle. The healing of your in your soul, your spirit, in a way of allowing your relationship I, with God I, to I, increase. I think having a relationship with the eternal God is a miracle in and of itself, and I think yeah. we just need to appreciate that aspect of it more. Is that He's near to us. Yeah. Um, no matter what. Uh, that that truly is something that is, I mean, what is a miracle? It's something that's beyond our capacity of understanding, and yeah. that's what a relationship with the unseen, the e- eternal, the eternal, uh, the you know, El Shaddai. Uh, yeah, El Shaddai. Oh man, we're gonna get into the Hebrew yeah. Hebrew names. What's El Shaddai? God mean? Almighty. God Almighty. But yes, I mean, there's nothing greater than that, and I think that's what we should leave this with, Zach. I agree, Stephen. Yeah, I think that was good. It's good to be back, man. It's good to see you. I know it was. It's been weird. Not, it's been weird not seeing you. It's only been a week and a half. <laughs> you're going through a draw. We, yeah. Well, you're not. Oh, I am. I. Am. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to say that just because we're recording. <laughs> well, I am Steve, and I am Zach, and this is Zach and Steve have a podcast. We love you, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Write that down so we don't forget to talk about. The I do have one more story. Good. Tell me. Tell. Let's 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 close this out. Close with it out with story. another beach story. So vacation. Laura had wanted to see a sunrise because that's what you do at the beach. You go to the you go down to the beach and you watch the sun coming up over the ocean. That's there was a there was a because uh, it rises in the east. It does rise in the east, which is part of the story that I've got going on here. There was a picture on the wall. It was more like a piece of wood with writing on it. And it said all the things you're supposed to do at the beach. You know, uh, lay on the beach all day, build a sandcastle. One of them said, watch the sunrise. So we're like, Let, let's cross off everything off of this wooden. This is, this is what we were doing at the beach. Our, our brains are mush. You know, Let, we see a wooden sign on the wall with things you do at the beach. Let's cross off everything. So she wants to go see a sunrise. Okay. Set for several days, 
we don't want to get out of bed. Like we don't want to get up and go down. The it's like six thirty. The we look to six thirty. The sun comes up. So it was. You guys weren't getting up at six thirty. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're wasting the day. Yeah, I know. Um, so Thursday comes. And we're leaving Sunday, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be a beautiful day. We're laying in there going. I don't want to do it. Like, oh, let's do it. Let's get up and go to the beach. So we hop in our golf cart, do, 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 head down to the beach in the golf cart, all right? Get down there. It's like 625, and we're looking out on the horizon, and there's no sun. There's no clouds, but there's no sun. Here, I did not check out my geography properly. Oak Island, the beach on Oak, the way North Carolina is... <laughs> <laughs> it like juts out a little bit. So it's on the very southern thing. So the beach on Oak Island actually faces directly south. Oh. And so we're looking actually south at the horizon because of, of the way the geography is yeah. in North Carolina there. And so actually the sunrise was right behind where our where our cabin was over nice. the sound. Did you so, think that maybe the rapture happened and I the sun I was, was like, no longer is, going to rise? What is going on? Because it's dark, and then yeah. all of a sudden it's like getting lighter to the other side of the island, like to the to – the, I would think is to the west. It was yeah. actually like the uh, – it was obviously east. But to us, you know, we're standing on the beach looking south. It would have been to our left. It was coming okay. up. We couldn't even see it because it was like behind all the beach houses. And I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? We get up at 6.30 in the morning, do, 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 take this golf cart down to the beach. Yes. And there's no sunrise there. <laughs> and if we would have just looked out our window, it would have been right out yeah. there, right where we were, yeah. looking that direction. You know what, Zachy? I'm going to tell my lightsabers. This is what we're going to do. This okay. is what we're going to do. In the pocket with pickets, it's going to get moved back a little bit all right. in the order. We'll put your, that story and the lightsaber story up ahead of Okay. It. Okay, so this is backtracking now. Okay. Are you done with your story? I'm done. I was just very that's frustrated. A, that's a huge bummer. It, we didn't even get to see a sunrise. But it's very comical because it's like you, you misplaced the sun. I know. Like it's this big orange ball in the sky. <laughs> we got to look at the ocean. There's like there's no sun here. And it's gone. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> it happened. The rapture. Anyway, we'll talk about the rapture another day. Um. So okay. So. Lightsaber story. I, I said a couple weeks ago that I ordered a lightsaber, I, uh, lightsaber hilt from Disney. Yeah. And, and it came broken. And it came broken. And you and talked to this lady and you said it to her and she didn't get back to you. No. Okay. Yeah. I tried to get a hold of this lady. And during our conversation, because I listened to our conversation again, I said, I'd never leave negative reviews. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes people just, there's bad communication. Well, Zach, two days after that, two days or three days after we recorded that, I was fed up because I, I messaged this lady. I spent a good deal of money on something. And I know it's foolish, and you can make that argument that it was a foolish waste of money. But I spent a lot of money. So I, eBay pops up, says, you know, don't forget to review your product. And I was ticked. And yeah. so I left my first negative review. And now, and I was, listen, I was not. Did you blister this? Thing? I did not. I refuse to do that. and It's not going to be a personal attack. It's more of a buyer beware. I see where this story is going, Stephen, because the way you are saying this, something has happened here. You you have an embarrassment on your face. Oh, major embarrassment. So I just – I I write a very long (laughs) negative review about (laughs) like that um, I bought this. I received it. It was it was new in case, but it was broken, and it didn't work. And the seller never responded to my my message. And you're angry. I was very angry. Well, I 
post it. And I'm feeling good about myself because I'm like, you know what? Like sometimes, you sometimes you got to do the right thing and let people even know. Even if it's hard. Even if it's hard. Even if it you makes do, you feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. So I go back and I look at the thread of messages. And guess what? Five minutes after I sent my message to her, she messaged me right back Wait, and said, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, so you have messaged her. Five minutes later, she messaged you back. I never even received a notification. That's that how quick it was. She met. Yes. And so I missed it. And this whole time I'm thinking, this lady is, is trying to cheat me out of money. And she's not going to help me at all. And it turns out she was the sweetest person ever. And she wanted to help me from the get-go. And so I messaged her. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. I just saw that you responded. And I left you a negative review. And what did she type back to me? I... I have never been hurt so badly. She's like, I am literally crying right now. I'm just a single mother trying to take care of my kids. That's what and you get. Some of my knife was stuck in between my ribs, and then they twisted the blade a little bit. That's what you get for your negative review. I know. For my negative review. And I've learned now I'm never going to leave another negative review unless it is absolutely warranted. And I'm going to do my research first. So I apologize profusely. I, I, I tell her, I'm like, I am so sorry. I'm a moron. I shouldn't even be allowed on the internet. I, I mean, I was literally saying these things in a message to her. And she's like, and she could not have, been, this, is a, this could be a story for another day. She could have not been more gracious and forgiving. Yeah. Because I, I apologized once, and then we talked, and she's like, you want to send it back? I said, I'm already working it out with Disney directly. She said, okay. And I said, I'm so sorry again. And she said, you don't need to apologize twice. People make mistakes. And I'm like, you are way too good of a person. <laughs> you are way too good of a person to be dealing with idiots like me. And who, what did I say a long time ago, Zach? Who are the worst collectors in the world? Star Wars collectors. Star Wars collectors. Who am I? A Star, Star Wars, Wars collector. Yeah. And I prove, once again, why we are the worst fan community out there. She could have not been kinder, and she even checked in again to make sure everything was going smoothly. I highly recommend her on eBay. I forget what the name of her store is, but she only deals with Disney World stuff that you can't get online Did you smuggle? elsewhere. She's a smuggler. So that that's my story. Um, Steven the Meanie. <sighs> Big meanie Stevie. That's my new But you know what's even more frustrating? Disney's now not getting back to me. And so guess who's getting a <laughs> negative review? Yeah. The company Disney. <laughs> there you go, Stevie. Anyway. I'm glad you learned your lesson. I did. All right. Well, that's that's enough for today, even yeah. though this is in reverse order. This is a very long podcast. After, so after this goodbye, you'll yeah. hear In the Pocket with Pickett. See ya. See ya. Bye. And we're back in the pocket with in Pickett. the pocket with Pickett Zaggy. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, so I, I had I had the shivers, you know, that start in, in your spine and they go out your leg and out your fingers when, the whole when time. Kenny came out on the field and was start throwing the ball, well, uh, throwing that pigskin around, Steve. What was the best TDs. part? Of what was the best part? Was as soon as Kenny comes out, it's Kenny, yeah. Kenny, Kenny. And it's like, oh my goodness, the city of Pittsburgh already. Yeah. Like I mean, it, he was a. He's a student at Pitt. Right. Uh, he's already a quarterback. He's already a legend. And I think there's a huge section of students there from Pitt. Yeah, they, 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 just they showed them. It was, it was his teammates from, from it was his, his yeah, teammates from, from Pitt. So that showed me a lot that he had such a relationship with his team that they the whole team came to see him for his first preseason. That's game. really cool. That, that says a cool. lot about yeah. his character. And he seems like just a. Obviously, this is the fan. <laughs> 
<laughs> fan cast with Kenny Pickett. But I, I, it was, you know, you go into the season thinking, is this is this kid really going to be everything you think? And then he has that performance. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, we we have something here. And maybe Mason Rudolph is going to leave Pittsburgh. Yeah, that'd be the miracle, right? Yeah, that that would be a miracle. <laughs> going back, that's that's kind of messed up considering the depth of what we were talking about. A miracle is, I know. but I mean, you think about it, it's like, oh my goodness. Yeah, so we, uh, so that was that. So I'm down in North Carolina, and uh, I didn't really put two. <laughs> I didn't two realize together. you were in North Carolina when yes, I texted you. Yes, I was. I'm in North Carolina, and I thought, oh, this is the first preseason game. How am I going to watch this? So I did some research, and I got the NFL Plus. It's like a new four ninety nine a month. Four ninety nine a month. Can you believe how cheap that is? That's amazing. So you, I could stream the Steelers game, the preseason game on. You NFL can stream Plus. a Steelers game. I sure did down in North Carolina. On my computer, and then I actually could get the app, and they, they had a TV down there with a fire stick, so I got the NFL Plus app, so I watched it on the big screen in my cottage down by the ocean. And we uh, want to thank NFL Plus for uh, for sponsoring this episode. Yes. <laughs> and you can go to NFL Plus right now and, and get an amazing deal. It's, uh, it's $4.99 a month or $30 for the year. Yes. And then, no, never mind. Oh, you're gonna say something else? I was gonna say something. Check your local markets for what available game availability. Blackout in your local market. Yes, <laughs> but make sure you also subscribe to Zach and Steve Have a Podcast. You need to subscribe <laughs> to us too. But no, we are incredibly excited about Kenny uh, and George Pickens. Uh, the the Pickens, oh all the Pickens. The, the what? How far? Okay, that's that's uh, the real question, Zach. Early predictions. Yes. Early predictions. Super Bowl. <laughs> With Kenny? With everybody. Just, With everybody. It's just going to win Super Bowl every year from Nobody's now. getting cut from this team. Nope. All 90 people yeah, are going to the Super Bowl. Everybody's on the team. If, if you don't make the, you know, there's 53-man roster. Everyone else will be on the practice squad, and they'll, they'll just bring them in <laughs> when you need them. keep bringing them in. And, okay. And they're going to win the Super Bowl this year and every year for the next 10 years. Oh, man. De- a decade. No, it's, honestly, it's honestly. The de- decade bowl. What? <laughs> the decade bowl. They just win it all. I think the Steelers have a good shot of making the playoffs. This is the Super Bowl, Steve. <sighs> I asked you realistically, Zach. Sure. I'm telling you realistically, Steven. You think this is where I'm at. This is where my excitement level they is. They played one preseason game against a, a terrible Seahawks. I don't but care. But listen, all three of those quarterbacks did amazing. <laughs> In the pocket with Pickett. In the pocket with <laughs> How many people are listening to this segment? Nobody's, nobody's listening to us no. right now. It's over. If you're still listening to us, please put in the comments. I'm still listening. Yeah. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Spotify. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. Sorry. At this point, us. you're probably driving. I would assume you're <laughs> driving. You're like, oh, man, I can't touch my phone because I'm driving, and I want to be a responsible driver. Yeah. And, and so, but you know what? We're just going to keep talking. You know what? You know what happened during the middle of this football game? What's that? I have a serious story. It's a scary story. I was story. at a it's, Riverhounds it's, game. You were at a Riverhounds game, which was terrible. I couldn't get out of it. You, you I were... kept checking my phone <laughs> for updates. And then when I saw that Kenny was playing, I'm like, God, God, it's right across the river. You can see the lights in the stadium. <sighs> it was awful. It was anyway. Awful. Soccer doesn't even make sense. What happened to me was, now, we, we loved where we stayed down at the beach. Uh-huh. It was a beautiful cottage. Please don't tell me somebody walked into your house. No, that happened at our regular house. Yes. It was very frightening. Yeah, this, we, we talked about that. Yes, this is, this is also frightening in, in its own way. Um, we're sitting there, and all of a sudden on the ceiling, what do I see? A cockroach. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and we saw many, many cockroaches after that. So in the South, they think to make themselves feel better, they call them palmetto bugs. 
And what they are? Oh, is that a palmetto? It's just a cockroach. It's, cockroach. it's just a, like a flavor, a cockroach mm, flavor. Cockroach. <laughs> there's like uh, we were researching. There's like four thousand varieties of cockroaches. <sighs> palmetto bugs, the southern flavor. So you see, you know, it's just a palmetto bug. No, it's it's a cockroach. It's la cucaracha. Yes, and and uh, they were. Was it a biggin? Yeah, they were all sizes. We probably saw. 50. Is there a lot of them in your? How many? Fifteen, maybe. Oh, fifteen. I thought you said fifty. Fifteen, probably in the week. In a couple, in, a couple every day. This is an Airbnb. Airbnb, but it's. I guess it's just common down south that they have these things running around. So we we talked contact the person. I, you got to be able to spray who, for those who, things. Yes, they had spray. They had someone come and spray because the last person that rented it had complained about this. I guess it's a new infestation they have. Sure. So they had sprayed. And oh, I mean, yeah, this is brand new. Several dead ones around the perimeter of the house. But I'm watching the game and all of a sudden on the perimeter of my eye I see something scurrying across the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, 